0: that combo all right everybody welcome to episode 71 of the fantasy timeline a proud member of the dynasty addicts podcast network i'm josh at real fantasy tl i'm with my main man bill at super duper flex bill how you doing man
2: dude i am ready to go happy that our boy shane is joining us um it's always a pleasure to talk with you my man and uh Yeah, and I'm happy to be here with you too, Josh. And it's St. Patty's Day. It is. Cheers. So for Happy Irish People Day.
1: Aaron go Bra.
0: That's right. Look at this. It's like you guys are talking another language. (laughs) So if you're watching, you obviously can see the very attractive man. And I say that about everyone, but I I really mean it for Shane. Uh, Very attractive man that we have with us. And he's also pretty smart. So, uh, Shane, how you doing, man?
1: I'm all right. I mean, I'd feel better if you didn't call everyone on that came on the show really handsome because it, it doesn't really mean much now. Um, but I, like put I put the disclaimer
0: disclaimer. I know, out. but
1: it's still it's still out there where you're telling everyone they're good looking. Um, so it's kind of like, you know, I'm the smartest stupid kid.
0: Yeah, but, you know, it's kind of, I want to build people's confidence. You don't need your confidence built, Shane. You you have enough of that as it is. So yeah, there, there is that. That's true. So I mean it when I say it to you.
1: I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah, I'm ready to uh this exciting fantasy football free agency frenzy that's going on here.
0: Yeah, and, and Shane, uh, we're, we're going to hit the news. And trust me, every other podcast you've listened to has hit every uh, free agency bullet point. So what? we're just going to hit the highlights and then move on. Um, everyone signs with New England uh, that's the first bullet point um, if there was a free agent and you have not been watching or listening to anything the past couple of days they probably signed in New England uh, every mediocre player signed with New England yes. wow Wow, yeah. I don't, I don't think Judon is mediocre. I think he's pretty good. I mean, we, no, fan,
2: fantasy fantasy we don't fancy for fancy football.
0: We don't care about him unless you play IDP. And and Shane and I are of the same brain that uh, IDP can uh, can go somewhere else with that because yeah, it sucks. Uh, I ain't playing it. But all people um, that like
2: it suck. Uh, I well, probably. Sorry, that was on I need to hit Twitter real quick.
0: Uh, he needs to hit Twitter and apologize to all of our IDP listeners because you know <laughs> D- Bill is diplomatic like that. But um. But, yeah, I mean, they signed tight ends. They signed wide receivers. They may even be signing running backs soon. I mean, is there anyone for fantasy you care about that signed with New England Shane?
1: I did care about Juno Smith for uh, about 12 hours. Um I guess Aguilar. is still kind of interesting. He could put up a wide receiver three uh, season, I think.
0: Yeah, I think if um, I think if someone else is the quarterback, uh, I think you're right. But
1: <laughs> anyone uh, but Cam. Uh,
0: listen, I-, I think Cam is going to be a fine backup. But I-, I said that in a couple of the chats I'm in, and people, you know, people came at me like uh, Cam had just won the last three Super Bowls, so. You know, I'm I'm gonna step off of that for a little bit and let people calm down. But, you know, yeah, I mean, Aguilar was good last year. He had that one really good year in Philly. Uh Shannon and I got to watch that live and live in living color, being in the area. And we'll see what he does in New England. I mean, Kendrick Bourne, whew, that's a that's a big big power play right there. The Kendrick Bourne signing. Uh, I'm I'm excited that um.
1: We get to talk about Kendrick Bourne some more for for another four years. I'm going to have to get to hear about how, well, Kendrick Bourne could be a sneaky play. Yeah, if I want 10 points, but I'm not trying to lose close. Like, eh, whatever. No. I yeah, no, no. Meant, Kendrick Bourne, very exciting.
0: I thought you meant for this podcast because literally I was going to end the Kendrick Bourne talk right there. So uh, he got more airtime than I thought he would on this episode. Nice. But, um, yeah, so – Everyone signed in New England. And then, is there like any other free agent moves? I mean, I'm sure you guys both saw that Curtis Samuel just got signed by Washington. I actually like that move. And you know, they got McLaurin there. Antonio Gibson is zipping and zapping everywhere. Uh, how do you guys feel about that one?
2: Well, I am most delighted with uh, the quarterback being signed with Washington because that's the most fantasy impact out of everybody. I think Fitzmagic, if he's the starter, like a YOLO quarterback, there's nothing. I mean, that's the best thing. So, I mean, the fact that that's going to help Curtis Samuel, it's going to hurt, help everybody. Um, So yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that. They're the most exciting. I think the difference in what the team was last year to this year, I mean, it's Washington is the greatest difference in my opinion.
1: What about you, Shane? I mean, they, they, yeah, I like Curtis Samuel. I mean, I like Curtis Samuel enough anyway. Um, He doesn't have to try to be the one there, which is good. Um, I still get nervous that, you know, because he played running back slash wide receiver in college. He still scares me anywhere he goes that they're going to go ahead and screw it up and do the same thing with him in the pros. I mean, for largely they haven't. They did a little bit in Carolina last year. But when his time with Ron Rivera already, they didn't really use him like that. So maybe I'm just being scared for scared purposes. Because I was a little worried for uh, Antonio Gibson. But uh, my patrons over in the patron D Dynasty Trades HQ chat were trying to talk me out of that. Like, don't be scared. So I'm not going to be scared. I'm going to hope that he's not going to hurt Gibson.
0: Well, and don't be scared because I think that we saw the emergence of Curtis Samuel as CMC was out and on the shelf because they kind of needed somebody to be that gadget guy, that do-everything guy, and Curtis Samuel was there and he had that ability. Obviously, if Gibson suffers from an injury, you might see that come into play, but he's going to be injured anyway and not playing, so it doesn't it's not going to affect Gibson like that. I, I personally don't think so. I think he's there to be a wide receiver to give Washington uh you know another weapon, not named Terry McLaurin, to at least, you know, have the opposing defense not triple team him, you know, every play. And uh, you know, they they may be a team too that that drafts uh another wide receiver in the first uh two days just to kind of add a little bit more firepower to uh our, our main man uh Fitzmagic there. I think that, like, you know, just having the
2: those versatile running backs slash wide receivers, I mean, you can have both those running backs, you know, line up, you know, spread out wide if necessary and that sort of thing. I think maybe not fantasy-wise, but I think just, you know, the potential things they can do with those versatile players, you know, be fun to watch. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess there is a little bit of concern um, because of that. Um, if they get creative, but I'm not really sure they've ever been super creative with Ron Rivera. So, um, you know, I think a worst case is that he'll kind of take more of McKissick's snaps, maybe not even that many. So um, I think that's actually a pretty good signing for, um for Gibson, in my opinion, just because I don't think he's going to be somebody that's going to take over a ton of snaps in the backfield.
0: No, nah, I, I kind of agree with you. I don't think yeah. that's going to happen. Any, yeah, any other free agent signings that kind of got you pumped,
1: at least uh, fantasy-wise? Pumped? Pump's a strong word. Um, Corey Davis uh, with the Jets could be interesting. Um, I mean, we've never seen Sam Darnold without gaze, have we? Was he Did he ever play without gaze? It doesn't no. feel like it. No. Um, or if they go Zach Wilson. Um, I, be kind of interested to see what happens there. Now I know Corey Davis is never going to be; he shouldn't be the wide receiver one on an NFL roster. So that still leaves room for Mims to grow. But I'm still, I, I still think Davis can do really well there. I still think he could put up wide receiver two numbers.
2: Yeah, I think that he's a good um, wide receiver too. Like I, th- I think you know the expectation needs to be that he is a. Um, that's what he is. He's a wide receiver two in the NFL. He's maybe just a average to above average wide receiver too. And, you know, if that's your expectations, I think that's fantastic. And I think that, you know, there is always the chance that he takes up over and plays really well. I mean, so there's always that hope with the situation change and everything like that. So if you're looking for just to have a good wide, you know, or another player that you can plug into your lineup that has upside, he's not a bad guy to add to your roster. So yeah, I I buy that. I think the other guys that – I mean, that none of the wide receivers are really signed yet, the big ones yet. So, I mean, Aaron Jones going back, Jamal Williams leaving. Um, I mean, that's interesting. You know, uh, A.J. Dillon was a big name for about 10 minutes uh, after Jamal Williams signed elsewhere. And – or Aaron – you know, the rumors were Aaron Jones was going elsewhere and, you know – I uh, posted a thing today about don't overreact Twitter about fantasy football. Um, You know, obviously I'm kidding because everybody's going to overreact about every, every bit of news, especially this year. You know, I mean, there's just so few things like there's no combine to overreact about. So you got to overreact about every little bit of news right now. And um, you know, I just say, wait a minute before you make any moves. Cause there's some, you know, something tomorrow could completely change what your expectations are right now.
0: So you're telling me that Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry aren't Gronk and Hernandez 2.0, man. I mean,
2: like seriously, like that's that has been telling me. The Johnny thing was just the biggest thing. Like everybody blew up about Johnny and it's like, okay. You know that? Yeah. It's okay. So he's on another team. And Anthony Furkser was like taking targets away from him, like so.
1: So I mean, I I don't know if that's just bad play calling though, because if I had the choice of the two players, I think I would target Smith. But now it all, it doesn't even matter because well, that's he's, po- he's tied to Hunter Henry. Yeah, I mean, and they, that's the point, right?
2: Like everybody got so excited about and like people are like, oh, he moved up to like tight end six or something for Janu. Like I saw that, and it's like that's a little overreaction. You know, who knows what else the team is going to do, what else? And um then exactly, then Hunter Henry gets signed there and all of a sudden it's like you know, his his ceiling just got erased. And so, you know, don't point is don't react immediately to news. Like let shit happen, figure, you know, see the picture, you know, the full picture and then make those decisions. Like uh overreacting, overpaying quickly for a, about a situation. I mean, I don't see a ton of upside with that. So, uh, Shane.
1: Oh yeah. I have a question. Oh no, wait, it's a comment. So, uh, last week uh, I had one of those situations, uh, the day Aaron Jones wasn't, um, tendered or whatever you call it. Tagged. Franchized. Uh, yeah, there you go. Someone offered me, uh, Aaron Jones for LaVisca Shenault, And, uh, I couldn't hit accept fast enough. Um, cause I ain't even shit where he landed if it was back with Green Bay. He could have landed with the uh the Memphis Monarchs of the um USFL um Division 3 league and I would have taken that trade. Yeah. yeah, and you
0: know what the funny thing is? I mean, if you're a good player, play that. I mean, we're hearing right now that like DeAndre Swift is dust because Jamal Williams got signed by Detroit. And it's like okay, cool. Like trade me your DeAndre. So like, like Shane said, he just got an Aaron Jones for LaVisca Chenault trade. Cool. Like, uh, you know, I don't have LaVisca anywhere, unfortunately, but if I did, and someone was like, Oh God, take DeAndre Swift. He's not going to be any good. I'd be like, Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Like I'll do that. No problem. You know, uh, you know, now, unfortunately people got, got caught in the crossfire with, you know, Johnu and AJ Dillon. Cause they made assumptions that that was going to be the only thing that happened. And let's remember, as pumped as we've been over the last two days, all these guys are moving, signing for big money and all this. Like with this salary cap, guys are guys that we don't expect are gonna get cut and you know, move around. So there's still a lot more to go, and this is gonna be over the next couple of weeks, probably not a couple of days. So just remember that as set as you think a team is and a, a roster is or a position is, it ain't set yet. And then, well, and then there's the draft, the draft even
2: in. after that. So, yeah. like, you don't, you know, like, there's so many different things that are going to change. But there's even, like, um, you know, Gerald Everett signing with Seattle and people are like, Higby. Like, everybody in the world knew that Everett was not going to be re-signed with uh, the Rams. And now all of a sudden it's Higby
0: season. Like, well, and, and I, I think you bring up a good point, Bill. Like, we've already baked this stuff into certain guys' value, like, we knew Gerald Everett was leaving. We knew either Jamal Williams or Aaron Jones or both of them were going to be leaving. Like, we see a guy leave and we're like, oh my God, we have to either raise a guy to the moon or we have to drop him to the basement. And it's like, but we kind of knew this already, you know. I, not
1: arc. even kind of. Like, let's not be not. let's not be like nice about it. Like yeah. you should have fucking known. Like if you didn't know Gerald Everett was leaving, you're fucking stupid. Um if you didn't know Jamal Williams uh was leaving, well then you're fucking stupid. If you think Jamal Williams is eviscerating uh RB1 upside for DeAndre Swift, well you're not fucking that bright. And I want you to make trades with me. And I, I don't mean to sound like an asshole. Um I can't well. help it, but <laughs> You Know, look, just you should have thought of these things. Um,
2: yeah, I mean, if you're playing dynasty, those are things you, you definitely you be, have to
1: consider. Yeah, and, you can't be reactive making moves mm-hmm. after moves, you yep. you're always playing. be chasing. You have to take, and that's why you have to take some risk, you know. Yeah, yep. like, so I don't even fault people that were trading first round picks for AJ Dillon, like, you made a move. Look, it didn't work out this time, but it was the right move because typically running back—well, not not lately—but you know a lot of times, yeah. Twenty-six-year-old
2: running backs not getting totally signed side. by the Green Bay right. Packers.
1: Right.
0: Well, it, and, here's and the they
1: thing. didn't, and then they didn't tag them, and they just happened to bring them back. So you missed on that move, but the thought process was right at least. Yeah, I agree and, with that.
0: And here's the thing with that too: it, it's also you traded the first for A.J. Dillon, and you kind of <laughs> rolled snake eyes like that happens. But now, don't turn around and sell them for a second like. The next day because oh Aaron Jones got re-signed and you know, whatever. Because guess what? Aaron Jones gets hurt in training camp or in a preseason game or something like that. All of a sudden you're back on top of AJ Dillon. You already have him, and you didn't trade him away to somebody else for a second, and now they're reaping the benefit. Like this, this is dynasty. Sometimes you have to play the long game to a certain point. And it can't be just like super reactionary all the time.
2: And maybe AJ Dillon gets uh, the 50% snap share that Jamal Williams did. Yeah. yeah, Like in the fourth quarter, he's the one getting all the touches because he's the big running back.
1: Who knows? Jamal Williams had just about 150 plus touches the last two years in 14 games. Um, There's no reason to think all of a sudden now they're going to go, oh, Aaron Jones should touch the ball 80% of the time. That's not what he is. And they've shown that that's not what he's going to be. And I've said this before, I don't think we want him to be that because he wouldn't be as efficient. Um, I know A.J. Dillon doesn't really have a history of catching the football, but Jamal Williams had one season in college where he caught a lot of passes, and that was it. And guess what? He was an excellent pass catcher, and the Packers used him a lot for that. So – yeah, no, hold, hold on to your A.J. Dillon. If you're selling now, you're just selling for a loss like a doofus.
0: Yeah, and and that's the point. And, you know, another thing is is even if A.J. Dillon stinks out loud catching the ball, I mean, Aaron Jones can do that, and A.J. Dillon is the goal linebacker, the short yardage back or, or whatever, and you're still going to get your – you're still going to make your money that way. So, you know, like Shane said, don't be a doofus. Don't sell him now because – you thought you were ahead of everyone else and the Packers had other ideas, like chill out for a second, take a deep breath, realize you don't need to to sell Aaron Jones for LaVisca Chanel. Like, don't like, just don't do it. Just
2: Scott Connor had a good tweet just earlier about uh, Mixon being the RB 50. Now that P Ryan got, got re-signed with or re-signed with Cincy. He's like, did I do this right?
0: I thought well, that was pretty uh... funny. Yeah, that was a good one. And then uh, a former gate, former guest. Oh, God. What the hell happened here? We're back. What We're that back. was interesting. I don't know. Um, that was crazy. Yeah, I was like, oh, God, it's just me. Why? Why? Um, I might have hit a button. I don't know. Uh, Jesus It
1: Christ seems crazy. like you did. You ended the show.
0: <laughs> um, It's not live anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, former guest jake Throbridge said you know he's like oh no denver signed mike boone he's like please don't tell please anyone don't tweet at me that you know melvin gordon you know is useless now so i i tweeted back at him and i said melvin gordon and i had the uh the downward little stock sign i said am i doing this right because you know, we just get so, like, Mike Boone signs. Oh, God, what's going to happen to Melvin Gore? Like, what's...
1: Nothing. Like, he'll, he'll be fine.
0: Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like, let's take the deep breath here, people. And just, like, not every signing means that the guy ahead of him is toast. Like, sometimes you, you got to fill out, you know, real NFL teams have to fill out a depth chart. They need more than one guy... At running back, you know. Because
1: we get so used to 25-man 20, rosters, I think we think that's how NFL teams should be. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. You already have two running backs. Why would you even need a third? Like, that <laughs> yeah. makes no sense to me. Like,
2: yeah, it's like, no. oh, no, like, Jamal Williams got signed. Like, that means yeah. that, you know. Well, I, I
0: I think it was uh only
2: going to get 40% of the, the snaps now.
0: Yeah, I, I think it was Bucky Brooks. I, w- I was listening to a pod earlier today, and he's like, even if you have three running backs for a real NFL team, he's like you're short-handed. Like yeah. three running backs isn't enough. This you know, guy's so, getting beat up. So you know we're talking about like oh god, Jamal Williams is gonna is gonna you know destroy DeAndre Swift or Mike Boone is gonna do whatever people think he's gonna do to like listen. They're filling out depth charts. They're trying to figure out what they can get in free agency versus what they can get in the draft and. Just everybody take a deep breath. It will be okay. <laughs> it will be okay. All right. So now, now that we knocked out the news and we had a little bit of fun with uh with the free agency uh, frenzy that's been going on, uh, let's hit up the uh, the timeline and what we saw on the timeline. So here's the first one. You know, Happy St. Patty's Day to everyone. Uh, hope you're enjoying it. Hope you're uh, being safe and responsible uh but here here's a good one from a uh, cheeseburger fantasy sports at chubbs burger uh happy saint patrick's day would you eat a burger with a green bun and i'm assuming he means dyed green and not like has mold on it but i mean I who knows dyed
1: green? well okay so i'm a uh 42 year old bachelor um i will literally eat anything um that looks like food um because that's how it is when you're a 42 year old man living by yourself. I'm I'm with you. So Shane says yes. Bill, you also a
0: bachelor. Also, uh, are you also eating uh, weird colored buns? Yeah, come on, um, Bill. hamburger buns. It. Hey, uh, whatever buns you want to talk <laughs> about, brother. Um,
2: no, I'm I'm an Irishman that's anti the green. Um. Uh, Items, I like green beer. To me, is not Irish people don't drink the green beer. They just drink Guinness on St. Patty's Day. So I don't. I'm not down for all the uh, green food items with the you know food coloring. So no, I am anti that.
1: You don't like green eggs and ham. I do not. Um, Sam, I am. You're a snowflake. You're trying to cancel. I'm Dr. a snow. That's why. I'm a snowflake. <laughs> That was on oh. the timeline. Different timeline, Um <laughs>
0: uh, Yeah, why not? A green bun. Let's go. I'm in the fun,
1: police. Look, has anyone ever died from eating moldy food? Probably. Probably. <laughs> um, I think if you good eat good enough food you will die. No, but look, if you live by yourself, and, you know, look, shopping is hard, um, is what I've learned. And if I'll eat whatever's around. It looks edible. It's getting eaten.
0: Shane, shopping shouldn't be hard. There's apps for that.
1: It's a lot of work. I mean, (laughs) I don't. I don't. It's. It's. I gotta get an assistant.
0: All right. Well, Shane, I'll. I'll. I'll send you my resume to become your assistant. I live nearby anyway, so you know I'll come over and you know do the app for you and have food delivered to your house so that. You're not eating moldy food anymore. All right. Thanks. So we 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 got two yeses and one no. Bill is uh, Bill is not eating the green dyed bun.
1: Bill's too good to eat moldy food. Whatever, uh, Bill. Whatever, Bill. Yep.
0: Way to be snotty. All right. So this this one is, uh, you know, our our boy Rocky, our Dat Network brother, sent this one to us, and it's from Liz Loza. Uh which free agent signing do you think will bring fantasy managers the most luck? Uh she dropped off uh, Fitzpatrick helping out McLaurin. Uh who do you think is gonna be the luckiest free agent signing for fantasy?
1: Can Bill. we only go with ones that have actually happened?
0: You know what? Make one up if you if you think it'll uh, it'll be fun. Make one up if you want to.
1: Kenny Galladay to the Eagles. I mean, Jalen Hurts, I think, is going to really benefit from uh, them signing Galladay and then drafting Jamar J. I I think that's really going to help.
0: God, that, that'll be more uh, more than they ever did for Carson Wentz. Uh, God,
1: fuck that guy.
2: <laughs> How many of uh, uh, those have you traded? How many shares have you traded of uh,
1: Wentz? Excellent. Not 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 many, really. I hate him as a NFL football player now, obviously, because, you know, I'm from Philadelphia and I'm petty and I'm small minded and now he's the enemy. Um, but from a fantasy football perspective, I love his opportunity to bounce back. So I'm holding on or buying cheap. I, I think I traded him in like one league, but I've traded for him in three or four.
0: OK. I mean, I I agree with that. I think people uh, people just assume that he. Uh, will never get back to form. And I think in, uh, I think in Indy with the O-line, the run game and, and the couple weapons they have, and maybe they draft another one or two. Uh, I think he, he may be able to at least be uh, good for super flex. So why not? Hey, a uh, uh, breaking, uh, breaking free agent news here. Uh, Hollywood Higgins is returning kid. to the Browns on a one year deal. So there you go. Love that. No, but well, yeah. there
2: goes DPJ's value.
0: Uh, oh, to... you know how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To
1: see what you did there. At least that one makes sense. Um, so, yeah, but back to the Liz Loza question that I fucking sidetracked and siderailed and derailed. Um, I, I'm going to steal hers. Yeah, it fits for McLaren. Uh, we, we've never seen McLaurin with a real quarterback. This is going to be incredible like i i fully expect a wide receiver one season out of him
2: i'm gonna kind of go on know? the same lines there and um for uh alan robinson and having uh uh andy dalton as has his quarterback that's gonna be the uh truly lucky um moment for him it's probably the best quarterback he's had in a decade so i'm kidding like that's not really
0: it
1: but I mean, but you were
0: correct in the fact that Andy Dalton is the best quarterback yeah. he's had since high school.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, sad. That makes me sad. It is sad. That is sad.
2: Hopefully next year he's able to go somewhere with a good quarterback.
1: Mm. He might not sign that tender there from all indications. He hates Chicago, which who can blame him? It's right. a horrible city. Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> Well, there goes our Chicago uh, listeners. I've never even been
0: to Chicago. <laughs> there goes
2: all 12 of them.
0: Yeah. See you guys. It was fun knowing you. Um,
2: yeah, I don't know, man. Like, there's not been a lot of exciting, like, fantasy. I think that the obvious one is Fitzmagic. Um, like, there's not been a – I mean, maybe – like, there's really just not much.
0: The Well, I, I – this may be cheating, even though the NFL technically described him as a free agent, uh, Dak Prescott, for fantasy purposes. No, I don't be- count that. Because, I mean. Technically.
2: But if that's the case, then yes, that is the luckiest one. Because I mean, the, the NFL
0: yes. classified him as a free agent. Fair so. enough. Uh, it's, it's legit. Just because, I, I mean. Better than our it. options. That defense stinks out loud. And even if they use all of their picks to on defense they're going to stink out loud next year too Wait, so
1: didn't they sign patrick peterson
0: nah unfortunately not that was the vikings yeah Minnesota.
1: Oh, well never he's, mind he's then the
0: new man on the minnesota vikings he was getting torched this year yeah i was
1: gonna say he's toast anyway <laughs> yeah but whatever okay
0: um so that defense is still gonna stink out loud so Dak is gonna to have to do kind of what he was doing the first five games of the 2020 season and just throw throw and throw some more so um yeah but i mean i like i like kenny galladay to the eagles even though it seems like uh cincinnati and and the giants are the leaders of, of the pack in that one but maybe what,
2: what do you think about that like i would rather see him with the giants i think like fantasy wise god like, yes. um yeah I fantasy just, wise I just think that Daniel Jones is a better match, like, with their – I mean, he he's probably – you know, him and Slayton are similar in, like, what they provide, but he's – I think he's much better than Slayton. Um, but that might just be a biased Detroit view. Um, no, it's But not. having those two guys outside and then having uh oft-injured uh, Sterling Shepard inside, where that's probably his best position, that'll be – that would just be a you know proper setup for like an offense with wide receivers as opposed to them having two slot receivers and then one outside guy.
1: Well unfortunately Daniel Jones will still be quarterbacking there. Yeah. He's yet to show that he's any good at football. But yes, that's yeah. true. So I don't know. I don't so he'd have a bad quarterback, right?
2: But he's good with deep passes, apparently. That's what yeah. I hear.
1: Um, if he to ended you. up in Cincinnati, he's got to deal with Tyler Boyd, T Higgins, and Joe Mixon. So, yeah, send them to New York. He he can be the absolute monster on that. And, yeah, there you go. If Daniel Jones is a good deep ball passer, there you go. That, that'd be
2: pretty uh, amazing uh offense, though,
1: and since he, like, skill position wise, Joe Burrow would be a locked and loaded uh quarterback oh. one for however long they kept that trio.
0: Well, and it, it seems like from at least the Cincinnati sign, it seems like it might be just a one-year deal, which I think a lot of these top flight wide receivers that haven't been signed yet, your Will Fullers and your, you know, these guys, I, I think it's going to end up that a lot of them, Juju, are going to s- sign one-year deals because the market just isn't going to be there. And they're going to try to do this all over again next year. Yes. Hope they don't get hurt. And because it seems like, I mean, <laughs> like Nelson Aguilar is leading the pack right now with like, 13 mil per year and the rest of these guys you know you hear that they're going to places and they're talking to people but nobody's flashing that cash so it'll be very interesting to see uh, where the rest of these guys end up because I mean we're talking about maybe Kenny Galladay in Cincinnati like who knows what can happen if that if that ends up being you know a real thing.
1: My, my T Higgins shares will be very, very sad for a year or two. That or would be right that list. Yeah.
0: But your the shares of T. Higgins you don't have yet might be very happy because they can come onto your team. And
1: I
2: would
0: get a lot of those, yes.
1: Yes, yes. because <laughs> Kenny is already thirty six years old. Uh, he was dra- when he was drafted he
0: was forty. Nobody knew yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he actually played football with uh, you know, like Moses. So it's That's,
1: yeah. It, Leather helmets.
0: Yeah. yeah, no, they played in the no-helmet days.
1: And they didn't use pigskin, though, because no, you know, it was Jewish, so they couldn't play with – they didn't use right. pigskin. I'm not sure what they – probably a big rock. It's probably yeah. a very, very dangerous game back then. You yes. Maybe,
0: maybe like – Everybody getting stoned. Yeah. Lamb intestine or something. It's probably – Probably. A little, bit, yeah. a little bit softer. But, yeah, I mean, you know, but, yeah, you know, if he gets signed in Cincinnati, pick up all the T. Higgins because, you know, everyone on Twitter is going to say that uh, – T Higgins has died, and you know he'll never be a good player because Kenny cool. Galladay showed up for one season. And it already Dynasty happened. Football,
1: you guys know that there is absolutely no season beyond this season because it's Dynasty football,
0: right? <laughs> right, right. Dynasty. So, I don't know. I don't know if you guys realize Dynasty is actually Greek for um, limited view, and wow. and that's that's how we play the game. You know, <laughs> limited view. We're only look. We're looking at next week. I mean. When Jamar Chase gets, you know, drafted by, you know, the Detroit. Eagles. Detroit, there you go. You know, all of a sudden, you know, he's going to be the best player to ever play. Like,
2: trust me, he uh, he's not going to end up with Goff for the rest of his career. Are
0: you well, sure? Well, what's going to happen, though, is everyone is going to try to sell uh, Hawk for like two-thirds because, you know, Jamar Chase has already ascended to being the greatest wide receiver ever. I hope so. And you can't you can't possibly support two guys on one team for fantasy purposes. So sell your hawk. Sell them now. Actually, sell them to should. me. Yes.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Send me an offer. Um, I'll, I'll make sure it's fair. I, I'll t- I will give you a second. You know, I mean, I'll even give you a second. I'll overpay.
0: Wow, look at second Shane. and third and premium. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I was I was going to pay two thirds, but Shane is handing out seconds like they're candy. Whew. Yeah. That's a big spender right there. So you better you better get those <laughs> trades to uh, to Shane ASAP. Um, I actually hope this happens where your inbox is just filled <laughs> with you know, random I, trade
1: offers. I often just tweet out like, hey, send me trade offers because it's much more efficient than actually going into the leagues and doing it um, quicker. But it doesn't generally work to be honest with you. But a matter of fact, I'm going to do that right now. I'm just going to tweet out, please send me trade offers. That's yeah. awesome. I love it. Yeah. For All anybody, right. but especially Hackinson. Yes.
0: Uh, T Higgins, sell them now before, uh, before. Uh, there you
1: go. I'll buy T Higgins now before his market crashes, before his market bottoms out.
0: <laughs> and remember, you have to put the, the blue arrow downward so that people know that you're serious. That's what I do.
1: Right. pro tip for you, Shane. All right, I gotta find that. That's a fancy uh that
0: is a fancy one. You're doing it from the computer. I don't even know. I do it from my phone, it's easy to find, but
1: yeah, I don't I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. If we'll I need figure to figure it out, I'll just we'll move on while up. you're figuring yeah. it out.
0: So this next one here is from Matt Harrison at explosive output. Who would you rather have as your one and only fantasy tight end next year? So uh listen to the choices because it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. And I think this poll actually got put out before Henry signed with the uh, with the Patriots. So, uh, Janu, Hunter Henry, Zach Ertz, or Rob Gronkowski. Remember, you're one and only for next year.
2: And only next year.
0: Yeah, you're one and only fantasy tight end next year. So, after next year, you can buy the rest of these guys for whatever they've depreciated to.
1: I'm taking Ertz. I think he. Um, what do you think he ends up, Shane? I, I I can't see how he doesn't end up in Indianapolis. Like it just seems like too perfect, right? Like that's where he should be. Um, well, the
0: rumor mill is, is that Buffalo is trying to make a full court press on him. Not saying that's where he'll end up, but it seems like they are interested.
1: I mean, that'd be fun. I mean, I haven't seen uh, uh, what's his face, Josh, uh, Josh. Big kid. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen him actually target a tight end yet, but he hasn't had a tight end like Zach Ertz ilk. And I know Zach Ertz was terrible last year. He's also injured most of the year and he's an emotional guy. He, you know, he was in his own head wherever he ends up though. I, I think he's going to be fine. I think he's going to put up a top five tech tight end season. And everyone's going to be like, Oh, we probably shouldn't have sold him. Would the, you before, consider before him you one know. of
2: the uh, sleeper buys this off season?
1: What happened? Did you call me?
2: Would you consider Ertz a sleeper buy
1: this offseason? There's no such thing as sleepers anymore, right? Because there's 487,000 um, fantasy football websites. There are 3 million Twitter accounts, uh, 14 YouTube channels. Mm-hmm. Um, What's up? What's up? Buy low. Buy low. Can we buy it a discount? Yeah, yeah that's he's what I mean. A, he's a buy it a discount guy, definitely. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah, sleeper. I, I probably shouldn't yeah, use that word,
1: yeah. but so. you know, people. I, part of the thing with Ertz is people have been wanting his downfall for years now. <laughs> Ever since Dallas got it, got there, it's been oh, that's it for Zach Ertz. Yeah, first year. Oh, well, not so much. All right, that's it for Zach Ertz. Last year, people were fucking happy like, oh, it's finally happened. He's he's toast. He's 29, dude. He's he's never been a hyper athletic beast, like, that's not really his game. He's gonna be fine. Like he's a guy that's gonna probably play till he's thirty-three, thirty-four. Um, Jason Winton could be a, a tight end one until the age of sixty. There's no reason Ertz <laughs> can't do it for a couple more seasons. That's
0: valid. So so Shane, what would you be willing to pay to get Ertz on your team? You're you're you need a, a tight end. What are you looking to pay for?
1: him? Oh, well, I'm trying to buy low. So the most you're getting is a bottom of the second.
0: Okay. And that's what I mean, that's what I was kind of thinking like that mid late to late second. What about you, Bill? Same? Yeah,
2: I think my high end would be probably mid second. Um, that's if I'm really, you know, once things have, you know, the picture's clear, um, I would be more apt to do something like that. But I think I think late second is probably at this moment. Fairish, so well, maybe throw in a third or something as well, you know, late third. Then I I think that's uh that's pretty good.
1: Like we were talking about earlier, though, if you're gonna make a move for him, make a move for him now. Don't wait yep. until yeah. he gets yeah. tied to Carson Wentz, and then everybody remembers that those two love each other um, and have a special bond. Um,
0: or he, even he ends up in Buffalo, and they're like, oh god, Josh Allen's throwing to him now. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and tied in tight end premium, people are like, well, I need the first to get off of Zach Ertz now, and it's like, all right, you ain't never getting off of him, but that's cool, you know. But, I mean, people pay yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, as crazy as it sounds, we're saying it, somebody's going to show the trade from their league. Oh, I got somebody to pay a first for Zach Ertz after he signed in Buffalo.
1: Yep, and they'll probably say it's just like that. Yeah, I mean, I would. I'm guessing they're on Voxer. Your league chat must be on
0: Voxer. Oh, for sure, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I've never used that app, but I've only heard terrible things. So I mean yeah, not uh, it. it.
1: It's fine. It's another communication app. Um, I'm actually, I will say their support sucks. So I got a new phone. Well, I got a couple new phones in the span of the last six months or whatever, right? But, you know, when you get a new phone, you got to download your apps again. You got to sign mm-hmm. in. And uh, I can't remember my login for the life of me. I can't remember <laughs> my password. And I've, I've requested that they reset my email, you know, send, them, send me the yeah. email link no less than 14 times. And the email link never comes. Hmm. I can log in um, using the alternate name that I have, which is great, except that it's not attached to any of the leagues I'm in or um,
0: that's not real helpful
1: because I'm not smart enough to figure out how I tie that name to the other accounts.
0: So, So, all right, we got one Zach Ertz, Bill, who's your main man? Who's your guy?
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't, I mean, I'm immediately ruling out Gronk. Um, I, I would probably be bad, like, debating between the three guys. You know, if it's just only one player, I would probably also rule out Janu because of that. Um, so it'd have to be between Henry and Ertz. Um, if it was at this moment, well, this was pre Henry signing.
0: You so. can't do that. You got to do it now. Well, I, the poll went up before Henry signed, but it was still active once okay. he did sign.
2: So yeah, if it was, I knew where Henry was and I didn't know where Ertz is going, which is the case right now, I would probably go with Hunter Henry at this moment. But it would be like 1A, 1B for me. Um, I feel like there's a tier and then there's a pretty big drop to the next two guys.
0: Yeah, and I mean, for me, this is an interesting one because I actually – Rule out the Patriots guys. I just think they're going to end up cannibalizing each other, which especially. I just when don't
2: think Cam can get the ball further than 20
0: yards. So I think that really is a positive for the tight ends. I mean, I agree with that, but I also don't think Cam is going to be the starting quarterback for the Patriots.
1: So it's well, going to be Mac Jones, Mitchell Tabriskie, Kyle uh, Trask.
0: I mean, it could be any of those guys. Kelvin uh, Mond, mean, is that his name? Yeah, um, I don't yeah. even know if
1: he's out in this draft. Um What's the guy? What's no, the guy there yeah, now? Sam
0: Ellinger is in this draft.
1: Yeah, how sad is that? Anyway, um,
0: <laughs> that you know that or that
1: he's in the draft. That uh no, nah, he was a <laughs> Debbie guy. I was, I liked a couple years ago, and he just did not do well. And Jared, Jared Stidham going to be the guy. Jared Stidham. Jared oh, Jared Jared Stidham? Stidham ain't going to be the guy.
0: Uh, I mean, oh. I don't know about any of those other names if they end up in New England, but, but I do know you think they're
2: more likely to start than Stidham. <laughs>
0: Mac Jones, yes. The rest. I mean, of any guys, of them,
2: like you, not knowing if they even end up on the who? team, are they more likely to start than still?
0: <laughs> Shane hit us with a who on Mac Jones. Who?
1: Um, now, now I'm just like every other person that's been on the podcast in the last same. three months. Awesome. It's,
0: yeah, I was gonna say Bill you and I have want, been doing that since eight zero zero four. Um, but yeah, I mean the. The move, the contract that Cam signed, doesn't lock him into being the starter. So, the the Patriots have a lot of options. If
2: well, then that that doesn't affect it either, to me, honestly. Like, I think tight ends. You know, I don't know. Like, yeah, I think I'm still probably Hunter Henry. But you're st- you're answering, so let me not interrupt
0: you. Again. <laughs> Dude, you can interrupt me. I don't give a shit. Yeah, this um, is
1: my episode this is the episode i'm on so i thought it was just a standard like given that we would be cutting each other off and interrupting each other you know it's kind
2: of what we do anyway you know, yeah Bill well, never I, that's interrupts, what i do bill Josh never interrupts nice, me and I'm, he does like, he's like i'm sorry off. about
0: it and i'm like dude i don't
1: care. i know he's super gentle about it like yeah
0: i'm like dude i, I don't care like yeah. say say your piece and we i mean we can all talk here it's fine um so I take those two out of it because I think they're going to cannibalize each other, especially at, like, tight end. Like, cool, like, maybe Hunter Henry's tight end 11 and John who's tight end 12 or vice versa. awesome, like, that's meaningless, you know? So um, to me, it's down to Ertz and Gronk. Now, do I think that Gronk... And Brady got their stuff together towards the end of last year, and maybe he can be that guy? Yeah, but, you know, Cameron Brait was that guy for a couple games, too. And, you know, at the beginning of the season, O.J. Howard was that guy. Now, I don't – I think he's a free agent. I may or may not be correct about that.
1: I believe he wasn't – on a, it wasn't this year his fifth-year option, 2021? Maybe. Um,
0: so – Either way, whether OJ Howard is coming back or he's not. Um, I mean, Brady, listen, we know that Evans and Godwin are gonna get theirs. If Antonio Brown comes back, he's gonna have some flash games. So, you know, Ertz ends up in Indy. Oof, that's you know, that's gonna be nice, especially because Indy this has weapons. Indy has weapons, but they're kind of unproven. You know, Pittman. Hasn't broken out yet. Paris Campbell looks good for the three games of season he plays, and then he gets hurt. You know, So we haven't seen one of those guys really just be that guy that we can say, oh, man, I don't know about Zach Ertz. And Zach Ertz could come there and be that guy since Carson Wentz has that familiarity and they're friends and they like each other. He could also go to Buffalo, like I was saying, and all the rumors are saying that the Bills are trying to make that full court press on him. And then you have Josh Allen throwing to him. No one's even going to pay attention to him because they still have Stefan Diggs. They uh they have Gabe Davis, they just signed Emmanuel Sanders, they have Cole Beasley. I mean, they got guys out there that you have to, you know, account for. So uh I'm gonna I'm gonna just go with Shane here. I'm gonna say Ertz too, even not knowing where he is, just because I mean I love Gronk, the Gronk smash, Gronk parties, Gronk does his thing, but I don't know if I can consistently rely on Gronk to have, he's going to have games. He's going to be, you know, a top three, top four tight end, like two or three weeks. The problem is I'm not going to be able to predict those weeks. And I'm probably going to play him on the weeks that he goes like one for 12 and I'm going to be pissed about it. So give me Zach Ertz, you know, a guy that I think can, can have a good game pretty much every game. And Um, just hope that he doesn't, you know, end up somewhere crazy that I I won't like his value anymore. But you guys guys are right.
2: You guys won that answer. We definitely did.
1: Ours were more thought out, more articulate. You Um, guys are,
2: oh, well, that'll always be the case.
1: (laughs) And real quick, Juice is, um, yeah, he he signed uh, through 2021, 6.13 million. um, And the dead cap is exactly the same. So they, they didn't exercise or they did exercise,s with fifth year yeah. option, but and it only becomes guaranteed when when you're injured. <laughs> when Jay Howard was injured. Yeah, <laughs> good for him. Yeah.
0: Make your money out. Didn't you that hand.
2: happen with uh um uh, uh what's his name? The quarterback for uh the Jaguars?
1: Blake Bortles?
2: Yeah, didn't that happen with him?
1: I think I think they just signed his ass to a bad contract, even okay. though they don't have I know, the Jaguars do a lot of dumb shit, or at least they have in the But we forgot to mention that Emmanuel Sanders killed Gabe Davis. Forgot about yeah. that. So also trade me. Um, I'll take Gabe Davis from you. Yes. Your You're the third rounder.
2: Does he really like kill Gabe Davis, though? Yeah. Yes. According
0: to that. Twitter, Gabe Davis. Oh, is sorry, dead, disregard. Dead and buried. Okay. <laughs> Go on Twitter. Gabe Davis had the three days of being like the man he was going to be the next big thing. And then Emmanuel Sanders came to town and they did that SpongeBob meme where they pull up the sand and then just bury his face in it. Because, And I was like, wow, we really love ourselves some Emmanuel Sanders, huh?
1: Well, also, did you – I don't know if you know this, but actually NFL teams are only allowed to have two wide receivers on the field at a time.
0: That's what I hear. So the
1: Bills were cheating all of last season? Well, that's why their offense was so good.
0: Yeah. Oh, because they did it with three. That makes yeah. sense.
1: Peter. And that's why Green and Bay, even
0: four sometimes.
1: And well, really cheating. And that's why everyone would yell at Green Bay about drafting wide receivers. Why do you need to draft a wide receiver? You only need two of them, and one of them's Devontae Adams. You're fine. That's
2: true. Yeah. That's true. And every wide receiver plays the same
0: position, too. So oh,
2: keep yeah, that in yeah. mind. Definitely.
0: Yeah. Like people talk about this slot, like that's just a figment of imagination. Like there's no such thing as a slot. You know, it's kind. Of, it's kind of like Shane's tweet, and I want to go back to this because I love this tweet. When I saw it, and I, I had to bring it up. You know, he said, "I love that theoretical math is now part of the NFL salary cap," which is which is hilarious because my dad actually took theoretical math in college. <laughs> so, so, so the so you bringing that up just made me laugh so hard because my dad actually took that in college, and. It's so true, though, because you can have, like, 47 cents in salary cap, and then it's yeah. like, we just signed a guy to a $125 million contract, and it's like, wait a minute, you had 47 cents. How did this work out? But, you know, and then they're like, well, you know, we cut a guy, and then, you know. Moved the,
2: salary forward later well, in the contract.
1: Yeah, we restructured that money that was guaranteed that couldn't be moved but it could be moved under this time space continuum
2: who was um, it that they just signed to a five-year contract but the next four years are voidable taysom Taysom
1: hill taysom hill was the four-year extension where the years were immediately voided And (laughs) i I said well that's that's theoretical math that's literally that's some bullshit that's coming up with uh, uh, the answer to something that doesn't exist like that's what they just did and that's pretty awesome
2: i mean it's incredible what they've done with their salary cap
1: like i am i am proud of those fuckers i mean they were a hundred million dollars over the cap at one point like people were stressing about the eagles like the eagles are a pittance compared to them right and the rams the rams the rams haven't been under the cap you can't convince me they're not they're under the cap they're like a hundred million over
2: every year They, last well,
1: year they went into this they traded Todd Gurley took a 25 million dollar cap hit right and they were over the cap still and they were like we don't care we're signing Cooper Cup and they're like guess what we're signing Jalen Ramsey guess what Robert Woods too and you're just like I don't know what this cap is but and,
2: and then we're going to trade our starting quarterback and just take a hit
0: this year Yeah. Well, and, they, they cut Clay Matthews that offseason too which was like another like 12 and a half million dollar dead cap hit or something like that they like owed like more money in dead cap than they had like cap room available it was like the first time in nfl history that it's like ever happened and it was just like, like what?
2: but there's gotta be some of that shit's gotta be fixed doesn't it like
0: well apparently i i keep hearing this i i follow like some insiders in new orleans and they have this guy who's apparently a cap genius who well, figures <laughs> all this stuff out and Get some cat compliant every year, even though, like, two weeks ago, they were, like, $120 million over the cat. Now they're cat compliant, and...
2: They did for
0: numbers.
1: Remember they, that oh, show? Yeah. It they
0: offered, great. you know, Taysom Hill $140 million imaginary dollars.
1: So it's which, like... The, you know how the IRS has, you know if you ever read the IRS tax code, um, if you were bored, um, it's been really trimmed down, right? But it used to be massive, massive. And you would be like, oh, well, there's all these rules in place because that that's, that's how you keep things in line. You have rules. Except when you have that many rules in place, and this is the NFL salary cap, that just gives you more ways to work around it. 100%. Like and if it's not explicitly stated that it's illegal, well, you have 87 pages of rules. If it was illegal, I would assume it would be in there. Yeah, that's all they do. I mean, and it's not even really rocket science. Most of it is literally they just change guaranteed salary to a signing cap and then they just sign you to an extra seven years and you're only going to play it over
2: those seven years. Take the hit in a future year.
1: And, you know, the cap unless, you know, of a pandemic, which is the only thing that's ever made the salary cap drop in the last, what, 30 years. Yep it's going to keep going up. I yep. mean, it just is, and it's going to go up because of the ad revenue and the TV revenue. And you know, it's going to go up by 10 to 15 million every year. You just yep. figure that. So you're like spread it out. Cause in six years, you know what I mean? In four years, the cap's going to be $70 million more than it is now. So it doesn't matter.
0: Well, and and it's crazy because everyone is saying that everyone was saying that Jerry Jones kind of let the cat out of the bag with all the TV deals when he signed, Dak Prescott, because apparently now in like five years, the salary cap is going to jump from like 182 million to 250 million. So all these contracts that we're looking at now and going, oh, my God, they paid a million dollars, you know, a billion dollars for this guy. It's not even gonna matter in five years because the salary cap is going to be so expanded that the, the contract you sign now that looks insane is going to look normal or below average when we get to $250 million. But I really want to know what the look on Taysom Hill's face was when his agent came to him and said, here's a four-year contract for $140 million, but you don't ever really see any of this money. It's kind of, We're kind of just playing with you right now.
1: I mean, so it's, <laughs> it's just spread out over a couple more years, right? So for yeah. Taysom Hill... I because, mean, I think
0: he gets twelve and a half million dollars out of the deal somehow. But don't ask me how that actually works. But me as
1: me as a player, I'd be like, "Fuck you! Whatever <laughs> you owe me this year is what you owe me this year, bitch." Because um, you wouldn't do this if the tables were reversed.
2: I'm so stubborn. Go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> That's exactly what I'd be saying. <laughs>
1: But I also hate the rich so that those negotiations would probably always end badly if I was in the room with them. Um <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's why you would have an agent, shame.
1: Yeah, that's right. right. I, I guess I would speak to the agent and be like, you know what? No, we're not helping the team in any goddamn way. <laughs> Fuck those guys. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's like, it's kind of like, uh, you know,
0: Brady and Dak signed like similar style contracts We're like this year, like Dak is only only costs like twenty two million dollars against the cap, even though he's getting like seventy five million dollars of real money. Which you know, I would love someone to sit down and explain this to me one day. But Brady's doing the same thing. He's making like twelve and a half million or thirteen million or something this year, and it spreads out over four years.
1: And but he has actual so his next year the 2022 not 2021 but the 2022 season is a real season he's actually signed. Yes. But so he'll play on 2021's contract. And if he wants to come back, or even if he doesn't, they can still just renegotiate it again. Cause that's Drew Brees renegotiated his contract before he retired. Like what yep. bitch? No, how we just anything like literally the salary cap is a fucking joke. <laughs> it's, um, a fucking joke. it's, it's something that's artificially done to keep player salaries down. Like they yeah. make them, I, there's a number you can't get, get past, you know what I mean? Right. Cause you can only kick so much shit down the can um, down the road. And you know, that's what the owners are doing. They're making sure that the players' salaries are artificially depressed. Mm-hmm. Um and I hate I hate the salary cap, it's just a fucking joke. Well, and it's you know,
2: it and it just shows you what teams are actually intelligent and which teams are just idiots.
1: Look, I think you could get a guy from HR block, and no disrespect to HR Block, um, because I did my taxes for a year, shout out. Um, <laughs> but I think you could get a guy or woman or other. From HR block, and they could fucking do the same shit that the GMs do. You don't have to be all that smart. I'm not all that smart, but I can figure it out. Yeah, I
0: I mean, it's amazing that like the, the Patriots have spent more in this free agency period than they had in the last 10 years combined. And like they've spent like a hundred and forty something million and somehow still have cap space. Like it's like, wait, what? It, did you guys start with like fifty million and you spent one hundred and forty million, but you still <sighs> whatever?
2: I mean, Jennifer Garner did a good job I- explaining
0: the, the salary, salary cap. cap. Yeah, Jennifer wasn't she Garner, the cap? Capital yeah. Oh, you you get you're giving us a draft day reference. Here? Draft day reference. I I mean, honestly, I I watched that movie just for for the giggles because I it's so I,
2: realistic, dude.
0: I, I, but I wish that I could be in a, you know, in an NFL team's war room
1: and just be like, well,
0: we just traded three first for this guy, but I think we can get him back for two seconds. What do you think, guys? <laughs> and everyone's like, hey, boss, are you drunk? He's like, no. Just watch draft day. Think we can do it. We're going to trick the league. And everyone in the league is just like, yeah, right, you got it, bud. But, no, I mean I watch it. I watch it for the laughs because I mean it is funny as hell. I Sorry,
2: know. smart guy. Jeez. I,
0: I mean, listen. I played Dynasty uh, Fantasy Football. I I think I know how to run an NFL team.
1: Yeah, and I've played Madden franchise mode. So, pff, duh. I played Madden old school franchise mode when I used to have to pick how much the concessions and the parking cost. Oh, I you remember, remember Talk about some. Problems, man. Yeah,
0: that was the best. Don't make parking too high. You no, wanna... people
1: get pissed. You always had to find that sweet spot. Yeah, yeah, That spot just enough, just enough to make a lot of money on, and then yeah, yeah
2: but yeah, people they yeah. get pissed. Yeah, See, so
1: kids today didn't go through that training. They no. didn't have that mad, mad franchise mode nah. with their concessions. No, yeah, they don't know what it is. It's they hilarious. don't want to mess
2: with all that. That sounds yeah. like too much time. They just
0: sim through everything and go really? and play the games.
1: Mm. Guilty. Mm.
2: kids
0: these days and bill incredible. Son of bitches all right let's let's hit this one here from uh fantasy football chick at live oc girl ideally where's the best fit for juju either team wise or fantasy wise she <laughs> dropped some options here the dolphins the lions or the football team uh you guys can pick any of those or somewhere else. Where where will juju fit in?
1: Well, football teams out. Um yeah. they gone. Uh, I wouldn't At- mind the dolphins. Um, but I got a feeling they're gonna be drafting fucking jerk offs, Jamar Chase in the first. <laughs> um they should trade down, but we'll see what happens. I I'd be ecstatic with that. Look, I want everybody in front of the Eagles. I want this is what I need. What pick does the, the Eagles, Eagles have? Six six. So I need four quarterbacks to go and then an offensive lineman. And then the Eagles can go, do we want Kyle Pitts or do we want Jamar Chase? Or should we just trade up to seven as well and draft them both? Because, again, fantasy football. I can
0: take the Lions pick too, yeah. Mm -hmm. Shane, what I I think you should do if Pitts gets drafted to Philly is immediately buy all the Dallas Goddard shares because – In the toilet. That's where they're going to go as soon as Pitts gets drafted.
1: They will. They will. And people will feel silly because Kyle Pitts is basically a wide receiver. He's a wide receiver. There's actually some
0: NFL scouts that are classifying him as a wide receiver. Like they're not even classifying him as a tight end.
1: So, Like this guy, in the pie in the sky comps you see for him are Calvin Johnson. Yeah, yeah. like no one's like I know. Obviously, that's one of the best players of all time. But even like at that level, no one's comping him to the greatest tight ends of all time. Right, comping him to the greatest wide, one of the greatest wide receivers of all time.
0: And and trust me, if he goes to a team like Philly that is devoid of wide receiver options, that boy gonna be a wide receiver. You're gonna you're gonna see him line up on the outside, and you're gonna see him just beat people up. Like he's he's gonna be nice.
1: I I still. Juju with the Raiders, I still think wouldn't be bad. um I liked Brian Edwards, but look we know the hit rate on wide receivers after they crap the bed in their rookie season.
0: I still they, love him.
1: They have Henry Ruggs, but whatever they have John Brown, but he's 106. i I, I wouldn't mind Juju in Las Vegas and he seems to fit like um I, Juju can play down the field a little more, but he can also play that that you know short routes that Derek Carr would absolutely love him um like between him and water that might you 300 targets that go a total of 300 yards it'd be pretty impressive um but miami would be nice i want my 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 miami either juju is one of those guys that
2: i feel he just is like i don't feel like he's ever going to be like a top wide receiver like for some reason like nfl wise like I just feel like he's just one of those guys that'll just you can plug in, he's going to be pretty solid for you. I'm not sure he's ever going to be the guy that you feel great as your wide receiver one. Um I mean, we've been talking about New Orleans. He'd be super interesting there, I think. Um Ooh. they don't really have anybody as their wide receiver two. Um but the likelihood of him being able to go there, but they're pretty good with the cap, I hear. So maybe they would be able to do something. Yeah.
0: Um, they figure it out.
2: Yeah, maybe. I don't know, man. There's some of the teams. I mean, does he go to Tennessee now? You know, I mean, that would be awful as a, for fantasy, I think. But, like, he could end up going there, you know, taking place to Corey Davis. So, um Obviously, I think I would rather him in uh, New Orleans, but I mean, who's to say he doesn't do a better job than Corey Davis does, you know, and but he's not a guy I'm super excited about adding on any of my
1: rosters. How about you, Shane? Oh, I love Juju. Yeah, I've been been buying Juju for months. As soon as I heard he was going to basically we knew he was going to get out of Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, So what are you
2: paying? Like what kind of range are you paying for him?
1: Uh, it depends i definitely if someone's given wants to give him up for like a mid first they can Mm -hmm. have that mid first i know the shines off him a little bit because he Mm -hmm. had that really bad year um you know the after ab left and then last year last year he was actually very good it's just that his his he was
2: dinged up the whole season wasn't he
1: a little bit, but his air yards were terrible. Like yeah. his depth, that's why target was like four yards. Yeah, his A dot was shoulder was just falling off. God um, <laughs> God um. God. Yeah, I, I, I like Deontay's the
2: guy this year. Just uh, buy all the Deontay because his A dot's gonna be like one point two.
0: You ain't gotta buy him if you already got him, Bill. Yeah, yep, this is true. Uh, shane stole i was i was thinking vegas as well bill i like yours though it's kind of like a, a dark horse pick like you don't really hear people talking about like juju to new orleans but that could be real fun so i'm gonna i'm gonna take indy uh you know i think he could he they have just, a lot they,
2: of money don't they
0: they got money and they got a need for more weapons out there i mean they have Pittman. Like I said earlier, you know, Paris Campbell is good for like the three games of season he plays, you know. They don't really have anything else in the wide receiver core. They don't have anything as far as tight ends, not yet anyway. So, you know, give your new quarterback another weapon. Give him Juju, you know. Have uh, have Pittman do his thing. Have Juju out there. Uh, I think he could fit in well, and I, I think he could do some – some damage uh for the Colts. So that would that would be my uh if I had to pick a spot that uh that's not Vegas, I so would... we're
1: killing Paris Campbell at that point, right? <laughs> and he's he's definitely dead and Michael Pittman too.
0: I he's hope not, well. man.
1: And Zach Ertz, even
0: though he's not there yet yet. But he will be there and then he will die because Juju is there. Okay. Jonathan Taylor sell him, too, because he's mm-hmm. not going to get no touches with Juju just catching everything in sight.
2: Well, and Marlon Mack coming back.
0: That, that's actually the one signing that, like, people didn't freak out about, which mm-hmm. I thought was funny. Because, like, Marlon Mack before the injury was, like, good. And I'm not saying, like, he should take away from JT. Don't get me wrong. That's not what I'm saying. But, like, every signing was like, oh, this guy's dead now. And then like Marlon Max signed and everyone's like, Oh, JT's still good. He's all right. Like, don't worry about him. I was like a a rare moment of clarity from Twitter. It's, Maybe you
1: know- because of uh, the injuries come Max coming off of the yeah. Achilles, right? Yeah because if I gotta be honest, if Max's fully healthy, I, I'd be concerned because he's already shown that he's a good running back. Now I he know is. the Colts have never used him in the passing game as much as I would have liked. And yeah. He didn't smash the way we, we had hoped he would, but he's still always been a really good, a good running back, and he's definitely a guy that, you know, look, you're not going to take JT JT off the field um, too much, but you'd feel comfortable with Mac out there if you're the Colts.
0: Yeah, I mean, if if Mac is healthy and he gets back to what he was, and JT goes down, I mean, you slide Marlon Mack in there, and I think you are quite fine with uh, the results that you'll get from him. But yeah, that was like the one kind of moment where Twitter came together and was like, "We don't have anything to worry about, guys." JT Largely be, ignored. Yeah. JT will be fine. Even like some people were freaking out when Carlos Hyde got signed <laughs> by Jacksonville, and I was like, yeah. "Listen, Carl, Carlos Hyde is all right. He he's like a good guy to have on your NFL team." But like, and I and Bill knows this. Bill knows that I've been worried about Jacksonville building up the the running back room. And diminishing what James Robinson did last year, but even I was like, guys, this Carlos Hyde, like let's let's chill out, let's not let's not worry about Carlos. Now, if they draft, you know,
2: see, the, like our conversation is truly a bunch of guys who have played Dynasty for a fair amount of time. Yeah. Like we're we're very aware of, like, I mean, it's almost comical how you just see the wind blow this way and everybody's opinion goes that way. Or, you know, when there's a signing and we played long enough to know that most of these signings have a lot less effect on, you know, the incumbents, Um, especially if they're, you know, higher notch players or higher notch performers. Uh, You know, just over time, we might be wrong, you know, here and there, but it's at a way lower clip than, if you're just going every way, the wind blows.
0: Well, and it's funny too. So I'll tell you guys quickly about a trade I made in a, in a 14 team superflex. So I traded the two Oh nine. This was maybe. Oh, it already over, sounds like a terrible trade <laughs> over the weekend. I traded the two Oh nine for Damian Harris on a team where I, oh, that's I, awful. I don't have running backs at all. Mm. And people are like, dude, they're going to sign Leonard Fournette and they're going to sign Chris Carson. And I'm like, I mean, maybe they sign one of those guys, but like, we're already predicted. We you know we predicted Aaron Jones in Miami. We predicted Hunter Henry anywhere else that John U. Smith wasn't going to be like, you can have the 23rd best rookie and maybe that guy hits. Maybe you're smarter than the room, but most likely like the 23rd best rookie is, you know, what? Going to maybe be Damian Harris. Like, at least I have a guy that could possibly be the RB1 in New England. I'll, I'll a, take the risk there.
1: It's a low risk move. I mean, there's yeah. a, move that, you know, look, that's not all I live and die on. I usually swing for the fences of on course. a fucking move. But little moves like that, you know, look, it's got, it's got a good risk reward. There's no risk. 209, the hit rate on it, and I'm going to make up a number. is probably like 14%. Yeah. you I mean, a lot it's about that number. Yeah, it's not off that. It's, it's pretty low um so yeah yeah that's fine and harris yeah bill hasn't used him yet um as a receiver which is frustrating as shit but he looked really good last year when he, he got some run
0: but and J- james white is out of town gone you know so tony michelle's still there yeah because we know he catches a ton of passes um, <laughs> yeah listen you you know, if you're a Sony, Sony guy, I mean, you can probably tell me some things that I might, you know, give you a thumbs up for, but pass catching ain't going to be one of those things. So, and look, I mean, maybe Fournette does sign there. Maybe Carson signs there and, you know, he's rendered useless, but it's the 209. Like, I'm not worried about it. Good luck. Have at it. You know, maybe you find the next, you know. Tyree kill with that pick a guy who gets, you know, drafted much later that ends up blowing up, but most likely next year, that guy at two Oh nine, I'll be able to buy off of you for a third or fourth because he didn't do anything and you don't believe in him anymore. So, I mean, that, that's the thing. Like sometimes just exactly. (laughs) So, uh, let's see. We got one more here. Yeah. We can knock that out real quick. You got a minute,
2: Shane. Of course.
0: Oh, know, Shane's man. Shane's always got time for us. Uh, so this is from uh, J Money at J Money. I do Share.
1: love you. Oh, not for J Money. Fuck that guy.
0: <laughs> All right, guys. So um, thank you for yeah, having me. Thanks for show. the show, awesome. <laughs> uh, So he's got a Superflex Dynasty, uh, full PPR, 12 team. Uh, Kamara or the 103 and a 22 first. Uh, Shane, who you got?
1: it's super flex, right? It is super so flex. The value is on the pick side. Um, and I love Camara because he's fucking Alvin Camara. Um, but the 21-103, obviously, if you don't need a quarterback, it's a little sketch making that move. But me being me, I'd probably end up trading that 103 for multiple picks anyway um i'll take the 107 in this draft and another first um and then basically camara's became three firsts um so i'll take the picks bill
2: yeah that's where i am too i mean i it's just tough seeing camara being camara in 2022 like i I mean you know where's the team going to be where's the offense going to be there's just some moving parts that we're not i'm not super comfortable with moving forward. And, you know, he'll be 26 at that point. Like, you know, that's typically when you start to see guys start to decline. Also, the value of running backs at that age declines as well. So I think this is the last offseason that you can move him for premium price. So, you know, you might have to take a hit in performance this year with whatever you take. But I think that the picks are the the side, especially if that 103 is the pick For the team, you know, the two, the 22 first is the same from the same team. And, you know, even they're getting Camara, I mean, I still, I just roll the dice and hope for the best, but, um, yeah, I I think that's the way to go for sure. And I've done that this off season. So,
0: yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys. And actually I may try to rework this deal a little bit. You guys can tell me if I, if I've lost my mind, but actually, um, you know, shameless plug for Shane, uh, Watched the latest Dynasty and Chill with Scott Connor, and he mentioned uh, that the twenty three draft is actually going to be kind of uh, lit, as the kids would say. AF. So that's that's what I'm hearing from Scott, who is way smarter than I am.
2: He's a smart fella.
0: So I'm I'm going to trust him more than I would ever trust myself or your host. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I trust Shane though. I trust Shane a lot.
1: I'm very honest with you. Sight unseen, Scott says the 2023 class is good. I'm like, all right, 2023 class is going to be really good then. Now I do know two of the names in it are Brees Hall and Bijan Robinson, and that's uh, yeah, that's good. Okay, I don't even know what
2: that
0: means, but
1: yeah.
2: Those are
0: probably the only two guys from the 23 draft that I know, but I also know that's really good.
2: Well, there's Uh, so many things that are going to move between now and then too. And there's going to be a, you know, hype of different players. Of course.
0: But I I would almost try to rework this deal. Give me that one Oh three, give me a 23 first, especially if it, you know, obviously this guy can hype his team up to, you know, whatever by 23, but as much as we say that, you know, usually guys don't make the quick turnaround and you know maybe get a 22 second or 22 third and kind of capitalize on that would be a way i would try to rework it but hey if they're not budging and they're saying this is what the deal is i'm still taking that deal the 103 is probably going to be zach wilson or justin fields in your rookie draft most likely in a super flex and i would be quite fine with either one of those quarterbacks on my roster so yeah take that or like shane said you know trade the 103 for the you know 107 and the 110 or the 107 in a future first and yeah cuz
1: if you don't need a quarterback i mean this is a it's a pretty good draft um yeah the tier the round. tier
2: drop is the cut is like 107 right like that's kind of the magic number for a lot of people
1: eton you can get eton at 108 still on a lot of those mm-hmm. leagues but Etienne or Kyle Pitts um but even like Rondell Moore guys like that i'm feeling, Yeah that's 9
2: 10 yeah, yeah I'm, 'Cause yeah. you have Bateman in there, right? So yeah. like yeah, I mean there's a lot of guys. Like I feel like when I look at it, like I have through I have three of the top eleven in a league, and um I feel like there's gonna be a good guy falling to me at eleven. Like so Yeah, but I haven't I'm, done enough research either for me to so maybe I'm just like convincing myself.
1: <laughs> no, no, no I, I I've done a few super flex drafts, uh, mock drafts and Honestly, I I, once I dug into those a little more, I was like, oh, I really like this class a lot. Because at one point I was like, eh, this class is a little, little hype for me. But yeah, going through the superflex drafts, I'm like, holy shit! Now this is this is a really good class. Like, you know, there's gonna be four five quarterbacks in the first round that are going to go that are going to push everything down. You got two stud running backs. Um, you got Javante Williams, who some people think could be a stud. Yep. You got the unicorn that's Kyle Pitts. You got Pat Fryermuth, obviously Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith. So it's a nice little class. So, so Shane, let me pick your brain real quick on the way out.
0: The, the mocks that you're doing, the rookie mocks that you're doing is – Mac Jones consistently nope. taken
1: in the first, in the first round. Yes. Right around one Oh nine one between 109 and 112, Cause that's when oh. everyone starts to get to the, I don't like this guy, but it's a super flex draft. Yeah. And you get the, well, I, we didn't like Josh Allen either. And this is where we drafted yeah. him. We didn't like Daniel Jones. That kind of worked out. We didn't really love Justin Herbert. And we let him fall to like 106, 107. I'm probably going to be wrong about this guy too, because he's going to be a starter in the NFL. So I got to get him. I know I'm i taking him.
2: I almost want to go like I've, this is the, the um, off season I've done the least like effort into looking at the rookies. And I almost wonder how much I can fake it by just basing it off, like making my decisions based off of draft capital and like point being like quarterbacks drafted in the first round, those guys automatically get, picked. you know what I mean? Like rather than getting, letting my bias of like what the dynasty community tells me or the draft Knicks tell me like, can I fake it this year and just go based off of draft capital for like the positions and make those, you know, just, just positionally make those decisions and You know, so I'm kind of debating on how much I just want to try to fake it this year and see what happens.
1: I was going to say something inappropriate. No, do it. Well, I mean, there's women that have faked it for years. and Yeah, trust me. Although, does it really? Should they they really? They shouldn't. They shouldn't. They should should just tell their partner. Yeah, right. Like, like, hey, do better. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's to their detriment. It is. It is. It, no, absolutely. I mean,
2: That's why I open, free, open communication. Yes. yes. Everybody I mean, should learn from that.
1: Five of the twelve picks are going to be quarterbacks. Yeah. It, 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 that helps a lot, right? Right. And then, then
2: just base it off like you have the like you said you have the two running backs. You have probably what four receivers, two tight ends.
1: Even if you went one tight end, three running backs. Uh, oh
2: yeah, the three running backs. Yeah. Right
1: um and then a couple of receivers yeah i mean you even if you went off just all right well this guy was drafted in the first now i know that wouldn't have worked great for you last year if you went with rugs um first Yeah,
2: rugs or
0: reg even yeah but.
1: but every other wide receiver you would have been feeling okay about
0: yeah yeah i, I mean shane, shane kind of knocked it i mean you're gonna have five quarterbacks going the first you're gonna have
2: well and the thing is you know there's gonna be leagues that doesn't happen so you're gonna end up getting like a you're gonna luck box into a late quarterback like in certain leagues like you might even be able to get him in 201 or something like that cuz people always let that people just don't always draft quarterbacks like
1: hmm. I mean that's Josh Allen fell in most of the drafts I was yep. in I got him in 112 in most of my in the leagues I was in and guess what he wasn't even my first rookie pick because when my first rookie pick I'm like oh, I'm drafting that fucking guy right. but at 112 I was like I have to draft this guy I don't have a choice he's a yep. goddamn quarterback this is super fun. Worked great for him, not so well for Daniel Jones. You know what I mean? We're still waiting on that. And it worked for uh uh Justin Aber.
0: Yeah. I mean and, and I was strictly speaking of actual NFL draft, like five QBs are gonna go in the first round. Sure. You're but that's gonna still
2: get, gonna be the this should be the case and you're fantasy.
0: gonna get, you know, there's three receivers I can think of off the top of my head that are going in the first round. Who's the third, just to help me out? Waddle. Uh okay. Smith Waddle, Chase uh pits is going to go in the first round yeah so right there we got we knocked out nine guys that like and then you, you said, have
2: the top three running backs which they're going to go in the first round of fantasy just because they're running backs
0: right exactly so you know we knocked out the first round pretty yeah. much Now, like you said a guy like Mike mac jones could end up 201 202 three, something like that who but, so
2: you're saying okay so and this is just me being ignorant to the class right now but we have five quarterbacks so that's uh Lawrence mm-hmm. uh, Fields, mm-hmm. uh, the dude from uh, BYU. Wilson. Wilson. Uh-huh. Uh, Jones is the guy from um, Alabama. Yep. And then uh, Trey Lance. Yep. Okay. Yep, but Mac so does... Jones is the fifth in that in regard in, overall and like if you were going to average everybody's rankings, he's probably number five.
0: Yeah, like if I had to bet money, okay. who was going to go fifth in the actual NFL draft? My money would be on Mac Jones. I've, obviously we've seen the draft go crazy i mean nobody thought that uh cd lamb was going to be there for dallas at 17 that happened yeah. yeah you know i i think a lot of people were surprised that rager went ahead of jefferson you know in in nfl but draft- those
2: guys were kind of like in a tier right like it was just a <laughs> oh, matter of like preference and that sort of sure. thing so like i don't really i don't really worry about like, if guy, a guy was drafted three spots before another guy, because I feel like that's just preference for a team and how it fits their scheme kind of thing.
0: I, I'm thinking about it more like if you bet this kind of stuff in Vegas, the odds probably would have been that Justin Jefferson would have went ahead of gotcha. Rager. Gotcha, But, yeah, I mean, I agree. Like, I don't think people were really – I mean, I was one of those people that thought Justin Jefferson was way better than Rager. But, I mean, I, don't, I also don't think that I was, like – in a very vocal majority, I think people thought that they were in a similar tier, like you said.
1: Oh no, no, everybody! Don't you pay attention? Everybody knew Justin Jefferson was going to be the wide receiver one out of that class last year. <laughs> Everyone knew that. Now
0: <laughs> I, I will that's be why he with... went.
1: That's why he went one in rookie drafts. That's yeah, why it's exactly. 80, oh yeah. wait, no, it wasn't. oh no, it was... I,
2: I was I was going CD Lamb all day every day. Like yeah. that was my Same. my my where my brain was. Um. Jefferson was, like, in that two or three spot for me. But, um, yeah, I, th- I had Lamb like, a tier above everybody.
0: Yeah, I mean.
2: And I don't regret that still. So.
0: <laughs> no, because, because you know what, it, I mean, I love the NFL draft, so I kind of follow all of the draft guys on Twitter and the insiders and stuff. Oh,
2: good, then I'm not doing shit this offseason.
0: Dude, I got you. Cool. Um, P- leading up to the draft, people were saying that, like, Vegas was in love with rugs. So the fact yeah. that he went first wasn't a huge surprise in NFL draft circles because they were
2: big on like uh, Darius Hayward Bay. They just love those speed receivers. He guys, like, yeah.
0: Listen, you run a four two something. Which get- it's been
2: proven that it doesn't matter if you run a four two four or you run a four four four, they're still fast enough.
0: Listen, like, I don't I don't run the scouting department in Vegas. I'm just saying, me. like, it's because been proven. Because if I did, C.D. Lamb would be in Vegas right now, not Henry Ruggs, but that's another yeah. story for another day.
2: You then know, you'd end up with Justin Jefferson.
0: Uh, they, they didn't have a pick down there, but I would have traded up. I would have done the trade. It would said, hey, do the trade up for oh, Jefferson's Oh, Jefferson was picked before him? Well, uh, after, but they didn't no. have another pick in that round, so they were, they were you know, at 12. Actually. But, you know, yeah, I mean – So, yeah, really, I mean, we kind of just knocked out the first round of a rookie draft based on if just the guys that are going to be taken in the first round of the actual NFL draft. Obviously, things are going to, you know, switch up. Someone is going to love, you know, a Rondell Moore who maybe goes high second and they put him in the first round of your rookie draft. But I don't think your idea of like using draft capital to kind of map out how the first round of your rookie draft is going to go was like a terrible idea. Because a lot of those first round actual NFL draft names are going to be in the first round of your uh, your rookie drafts as well. So, yeah. So that that's all I got to say. Cool. Um. So on I that note, yeah, yeah. Listen, if I can get Shane to agree with me, I know I've done well. <laughs> so, Shane, uh, appreciate you for coming on, man. Love uh, nah, coming on. hey listen i was gonna i was gonna roll right by but bill had to stop and look you know Hey, you
2: guys uh you guys gonna hit up the uh uh fantasy football uh
0: conference thing
1: expo yes
0: yes yeah maybe you guys can meet up then Listen, I'll probably drive to Shane's house and just pick him up and we'll we'll roll. We're like twenty Look, minutes away from each other.
1: Everybody else has already like planned this out. Like they're like, Oh, I booked a flight in a room. I'm just like, man, eh, it's in August. I got plenty of time. I'll show up. Somebody'll yeah.
2: have a, a bed for me. That's what I'm
1: thinking, right?
2: Yeah. I'll
0: DM Shane. We'll just get Shane's a
2: Shane's fricking- like the cuddly, uh cuddly person that nobody'll mind spooning with for a weekend.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'll spoon with Shane. Who cares? There you go. Um yeah, I'll DM Shame. I'll be like Shame. Uh, let's just uh, let's you just up? get this Airbnb for uh, for like twelve dollars a night. That's probably in, yeah, that's like
2: It's got one heart shaped bed.
1: That's whatever. Yeah. I don't care. I'm not scared. I eat moldy food. Yeah, I'm scared of shit.
0: Remember, we ain't we ain't afraid of green buns. All right, okay. we are not scared. We'll be fine. So uh, here you go, uh, our our boy uh, Justin. At run DFF, the murder houses are always available they are listen shane and i will get a murder house and we'll just enjoy. <laughs> we'll just enjoy ourselves i'll swing i'll swing through shane's neighborhood pick him up we'll be in canton in no time
1: apparently it's only like four hours away
0: yeah it's, hours not a, it's not four a lot it's not a long drive we got yeah, it. it's
1: not dude nah, it's nothing yeah.
0: We got this. We stop once for gas and we're there. So. Well, I
1: smoke, so we'll probably stop like three times. Yeah, no, I get your
0: point. I mean, you can smoke in my car. I'm not like oh. No, I mean, fucking we oh my stop, god. You guys that. are like besties now. Yeah, no,
1: fuck that. Yeah.
0: We'll right. swing by
1: and pick you up, Bill.
2: <laughs> yeah, come up to Detroit, get me? Yeah. <laughs> Sweet.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're going so- to our murder house. We might as well go to Murderville. That's USA, right. Let's Christ. do this
0: shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's <laughs> let's,
1: let's do, do it right. Right.
0: All right, so so on that note, uh, Shane, appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, an hour and a half. It is uh, it is a pleasure to have you for that amount of time. You are everywhere, so just plug some of the stuff you're doing because if you plug everything, it'll probably be another hour and a half.
1: Nah, I mean, I got the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast um, once a week. I ain't even going to tell you what day because we don't fucking know. <laughs> it's between Tuesday and Friday, sometimes Saturday, it will come out. <laughs> um i do mannequin chill on the youtubes for dlf with uh our buddy scott um i also do a podcast that we haven't even come up with a name for on tuesday nights for uh join our circle uh myself jacob and chase um and that's it and then i write for dlf and that's it yeah that one, we had a draft guide come out if you don't already know so if i you mean know, i was gonna say something you don't Go subscribe know. and then explicitly state to them. The reason we did this is because I wanted to get this freaking guide because it was awesome. Yeah.
0: So uh, that is actually something I'm hoping to do tomorrow during my lunch break to start uh pouring through that draft guide. Cause uh, a lot of, a lot of smart people, including Shane uh, put in a lot of work on that. And I have a feeling that I will probably learn lots of things. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to be there for that. So uh, Shane, Again, appreciate you. Appreciate the chat. Appreciate you uh, watching on YouTube. Uh, Appreciate you if you're listening in podcast form. Remember, wherever you are, to rate, subscribe, and uh, like us. Do all that stuff so that more people can see us. Yeah, I'm I'm not even like reading off the spiel that I usually write out because. Thanks for listening. Rate, review. Yeah. We hit the high notes, so on that note, Bill, we are out of here. Late.